Did your sleep really suck for you? Well, today we're going to be talking about binaural beats and how it can actually help you sleep better. All the nutrition information out there today, everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Today, we're going to be discussing binaural beats, what they are, how you can use it, how it can... Improve your sleep as well as your concentration, even reduce tinnitus, which I know so many of my shift working professionals suffer from. We're going to be talking about how you can implement it and really taking a look at what this research says. Is it something that we should be doing? So first, let's just dive into what is binaural beats. Now, I'll be honest with you, there is a bunch of quackery out there. And at first look, I thought this might have been one of them. Um, but I will tell you, it, I, ended up, I ended up starting to look at this because it came referred to me from a friend. And she suffers from sleep issues and really found binaural beats to be helpful. Now, I know how strong that placebo effect can be. So, you know, I wanted to take a look into a little bit of the research. What's the science behind it? Um, to see if this is something that we could really be utilizing. And I have to say, I was really actually pleasantly surprised with what I was seeing. So let's talk about what binaural beats are. So binaural beats are basically the sound created by your brain, listening to two different frequencies in each ear. So let's say you were listening to something at 200 hertz and out of your left ear and your right ear was 210 hertz. Well, your brain is going to basically see that difference of 10 hertz. And that's what it's, is the differences between the frequency and that's what's going to be playing. And it's interesting because when you do listen to it, you actually kind of feel almost, it says a thumping or a pulsating. I didn't get thumping or pulsating. I almost got like a very rhythmic, almost like a, a circle. So I think it just depends on how you are. Um, but it was interesting. It was really different to take to listen to it. And I actually took one earbud out. That's one of the things you have to listen to this with either headphones, earbuds, because it has to be directly into your ear on each side. So I took one out and that kind of circular motion I was talking about before stopped. And I put it back in and that circular wave motion started again. So it was definitely interesting on how that works by creating that third sound in your brain. But what they have been finding is that different frequencies that you're listening to have different effects. So for example, you, you know, if you were looking at like a delta pattern, and this is something that is between half a hertz and four hertz. This is going to really help that deep sleep, that um, that REM sleep. If you're listening to a theta beat, this is between four hertz and eight hertz. And this is really helping that relaxation. Um, it's also your lightest stage of sleep, that meditative state. Then you have your alpha pattern, which is between 8 hertz and 13 hertz. And this is really increasing creativity. So if you were trying to go to sleep, I would not listen to an alpha pattern. And then we have a beta pattern. These are linked to active minds. And this is from 13 hertz to 30 hertz. It's really about, you know, activating your brain. However, you know, I will say when I was doing some research, I found that some people were saying that if... Um, you were closer to that 30 hertz, they actually felt some anxiety creeping in. So that's something to be um, 
mindful of. And then the gamma pattern, which is 30 to 50 hertz, this is really about alertness and concentration. Now I can say the other day I used it at the uh, theta pattern and I did find that it did kind of calm me, relax me a little bit more. I had kind of a really stressful situation going on and I tried it out and it did help. Now keep in mind, this was also me putting headphones in my ear, sitting quietly. So if I wasn't listening to the theta pattern, could it still have happened? Possibly. And that's something that I want to, you know, ha- have a discussion here. Now, there are studies with this. There's about four or five studies that I could find. And I can tell you that uh, three of them or four of them were consistent with showing improvement. The fifth one kind of, or the fourth one kind of showed um, some inconsistencies. But I think it opens the door that we need to look at this a little bit more. And granted, all of these studies were very small. Most of them had no kind of real tracking on. So they were not good quality studies, but it was interesting. Now, when we look at the side effects, like what would be the side effect of listening to binaural beats? There is none. There is no negative side effect of this. So if you have been struggling with sleep, whether it's to go to sleep or stay asleep, I would really give this binaural beats a try to see if it actually helps with you. And it's so simple. You can find these YouTube videos all over YouTube. There's tons of apps that do it too. But essentially what you're doing is you're putting headphones in your ears before you go to sleep. Now, the probably the most difficult part is trying to sleep with headphones in, but I know so many people now, especially a lot of my shift working professionals, they're already using noise canceling headphones to sleep, especially if they're second or third shift, so they're sleeping a lot during the day. So having something like your noise canceling headphones now playing a different beat through them would not be any different for you. So I would definitely give it a try and see. Now, this is not something that you're going to do it one day and see results, you know, and if you do see results, I'll probably tell you it's probably more of, you know, that placebo effect thinking it's going to help. So it actually does. But I would say try it for 30, 60 days and really take a look because the one of the studies I was reading, they were doing it over 60 days and they actually did find it improving for tinnitus. Now, this is really interesting for me because I know so many of the people that I have coached, especially within manufacturing um, and our mechanics and stuff like this, they really suffer from tinnitus. And this is basically tinnitus is a uh, a phantom sound that's in your brain, that it's a buzzing or a humming and it never goes away. Now, some people will have it because of medical issues. You have women that have thyroid issues that suffer from tinnitus. You have high blood pressure can cause tinnitus. So there's so many issues that can actually aggravate that more. But if you have been exposed, I see it a lot with military, um, if you have been exposed to loud sounds over a long period of time, motors are a big one. Um, My father suffers from it because he used to work on tanks in the National Guard. So not wearing proper earphones. This causes those sounds to happen. My husband suffers from it because, again, all the years of working on cars and running chainsaws and all this stuff that, you know, you're young and you're dumb and you don't think that, you know, those earplugs really work. And then you turn 40 and suddenly all of this changes. But the interesting thing is to find that when they did, it was a small study again, but this one was actually tracked. So it was about 28 people. They did it over 60 days. And they actually found that all 28 people 
actually had a decrease in the rating that they gave their tinnitus. The average rating was about at five, and after the study, it was about three and a half. So there's a slight improvement. But I know if you talk to anybody that suffers from tinnitus, they would take a slight improvement over nothing. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that, again, there's no downside to it. If you try it and it works, great. If you try it and it doesn't, oh well. You know, not oh well as who cares, but it's not going to harm you. It's not going to make your tinnitus worse. It's not going to make your sleep worse. The only benefit is improvement. And, you know, let's talk about some other things. So let's say you try this and you don't notice it working. There's other things to try. I know specifically I have had really good results with the Calm app with a lot of my shift working professionals. They have found using the Calm app and watching those visuals really helped them kind of calm down and fall asleep. So that was a big one that they're using. You know, there is, I've been studying all these different white, there's white noise and pink noise. And my daughter's actually using something called brown noise that she finds helps with her ADHD. Um, But there's also something called pink noise. And it's very similar to white noise, but white noise is not consistent. Pink noise is consistent. So it's definitely different. Um, Some people find sleep better with the pink noise versus the white noise. So, you know, it's going to be a trial and error when it comes to this. Now, I will tell you, I've actually had two clients that have come to me suffering from sleep issues. One of the clients, they stopped the binaural beats. It just, they were having issues with the headphones being in their ears. They didn't like them. The other client stuck with it. And she did notice that it did help her go to sleep easier. So this is something to kind of look at and utilize. And I will, you know, it's interesting when we start seeing these different types of therapies. You know, one of the biggest things that I didn't understand this whole ASMR thing that the kids are really into from TikTok and on Instagram. But again, talking about my daughter with the ADHD, she actually found it very calming. And, you know, when I started looking into this, that whole ASMR and binaural beats actually found that using ASMR with binaural beats actually helps decrease that anxiety even more. So I think our kids just naturally were grafting towards these things. They thought it was cool watching somebody eat cereal for 20 minutes really slow. But I think it underlying had that just calming. I think so many times, especially now in today's day and age, we are so hyper alert, whether it's our phones, you know, our phones are always dinging or buzzing in our pocket. Um, Whether you're working with machinery and you're constantly having to be alert, or maybe you're a nurse and you're constantly having to listen to those beeping sounds in the background and noticing when one of the machines is beeping differently and knowing that you're your patient is having, you know, some issues and things like that. So our brains are so going so fast all the time because of the latest technology that sometimes watching a cereal that's calming and just as somebody eating cereal, as gross as I find it, is it's relaxing. It's finally a time where they can just shut down and this is where when people talk about meditation, it really comes in. But I think, you know, I was listening to somebody talk the other day. Oh, I was watching, if you guys ever saw that new show, well, I guess it's not really new, but with David Letterman. And um, it says, my, uh, my next guest needs no introduction, I guess is the Netflix show. And he was talking to a basketball player. And 
the basketball player was actually talking about meditation and how playing basketball is almost a meditative state for him. You know, you're so focused on what's currently happening right now in the present. And it's so true. I mean, when we talk about meditation, the thing about meditation is being present. I talk a lot about meditation when it comes to fishing and, you know, riding in a motorcycle or anything like that where you're just present in to currently what is happening. And I think when we talk about binaural beats or ASMR or even the Calm app, it's all taking that underlying of being present in this moment, watching or listening to this and not worrying about the outside noise, not focusing on anything outside. And so I think, you know, it's finding what works for you. Now, if you're still struggling with sleep, you know, binaural beats is probably not going to be the only thing you're going to have to do. You know, I talk a lot about sleep hygiene and setting up a good sleep routine. And that is probably the number one thing. If someone was to tell me I'm struggling with sleep, I want to see a better sleep routine. This is that that sleep routine is your foundation. You know, you're not just going to throw headphones in your ears and suddenly you have miraculous sleep. I wish that was the case, but it's not going to be the case. You have to foster a good sleep environment, a good sleep habit. And I think binaural beats or the Calm app or the white noise, the pink noise is another level of this. But if you don't have a good sleep foundation, if you're not sleeping in a dark room, if you're not finding time to unwind, this is all going to affect So what we want to do is build that good sleep foundation, have a good sleep routine. And I know so many of my shift workers, they have problems with sleep routines because they might work nights, they work work days, they might work, you know, somewhere in between and it constantly changes and that's okay. But if our sleep routine is consistent by, let's say every night, 30 minutes before you go to bed, you turn off the TV and you start reading a magazine. Maybe you put the binaural beats in your ears and you have this routine. Your routine can even be washing your face or brushing your teeth, but it's consistent. You need some level of consistency. And if you can't have consistency by going to bed at the same time every night, you have to consistently create that consistency somewhere else. You know, home automation, I was speaking about home automation a few episodes ago. This is a big one because even if during the day you could set your home automation to lower the lights, maybe put on some nice relaxing music to start that sleep routine. And that's really what we want. We see it with babies. We did it with our children. We created these sleep routines and we knew if we didn't do the sleep routine, our kids weren't going to sleep. But yet somehow as we became adults, we forgot all about the sleep routine and we think if our head just hits the pillow that we magically go to sleep. That's not the case. So whether you're using binaural beats, white noise, pink noise, the Calm app, or just watching a certain show, or maybe if it's even having sex with before you go to sleep. You know, something like that, creating some kind of routine that is familiar to let your body know, hey, it's time to go to bed. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you struggle with sleep, definitely check out Binaural Beats. There is a ton of research on the show notes. Take a look at that. Go to YouTube, type in Binaural Beats. If you are looking for Binaural Beats for sleep, you really want to look at the theta or delta pattern. Those are going to be the ones that are really going to help with sleep. 
Thea will help relax you and the Delta will help with deep sleep depending on what you need, but give it a try and let me know. If you find this really helpful, definitely send me an email. You can reach me at info at lauratimbrook.com and I hope to hear from all of you. And as always, don't forget to eat your effing veggies. I'll talk to you all next week.